Welcome to the Spicy PL Podcast. All right, welcome back, everybody, to the Spicy PL Podcast. It's episode 42. This is Alex, a.k.a. Big Babble, here with Big Joe Capolino. What up? Peachy's taking a little leave of absence. Yeah, it's just the two of us, man. But we're going to have lots of guests. We're planning some shit. Try to get some female guests on the podcast. Listen to your feedback. Yeah, we're listening to the feedback. It just so happens somehow we have a lot of loyal female listeners, you know? Like, we respect that. We hear you guys. Yeah. Um, and uh, we haven't had a female guest in a while. I mean, we had Bonica. Um, so we just got to do a better job, like, yeah, I mean, yeah, we know we know you're out there. We're gonna we're gonna find you. We got some we got some ideas of who we want. I mean, there's a couple obvious choices out there, but you know we want we want to have something unique and spicy. it's like we're we're pol- we consider ourselves like pollutants, you know, and so sometimes we're caf- careful, like we don't want to pollute certain people, you know. Yeah, I'm surprised we have so many female listeners because we're kind of idiots. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but anyway. Uh, we Thank do, you guys for the feedback. We do appreciate that, and we do appreciate our sponsor, Quest Nutrition. You know, check them out. Quest. We got matching sweaters on. Dot com. It's cold. It's a little chilly down here. We're going through a little bit of a cold snap. Yeah. Spe- speaking of cold snap, this this Bud Light was sitting downstairs in the gym for like since like the summer, <laughs> and I just it's the last Bud Light in the house. So. <laughs> yeah. I'm not drinking right now. I'm on antibiotics. I, uh, you know, a lot of people were asking where the fuck's the pod like normal. And, you know, me and me and Alex have, uh, you know, we've, we've solemnly swore to try and do an episode a week. And, uh, last Thursday I came down with a fucking sickness and obviously we thought I had coronavirus. I didn't swear on shit, but (laughs) yeah, we were like, yeah, there's no way. You don't have COVID right now. You're like, oh, my like throat and like I was coughing in the night and I have a fever. It's 102 and all this shit. So I got a PCR test and and Babel was like, can't you just get a rapid test for everybody's fucking. Well, it was a Friday and my girlfriend was going to come over for the weekend. I'm like, I'm trying to, you know cyber I was like, but not through the internet you know i was what I'm like saying? is that all you care about bro i'm fucking dying so we had a little tiff dude <laughs> i went and drove to get you a thermometer and some chicken noodle soup yeah, so don't I don't know. at me bro i know okay i was in a bad mood it turns out i had another type of sickness yeah something wrong with my throat there was something <laughs> wrong with your cock <laughs> your streptococ yeah i had just... streptococcus <laughs> Yeah, it was so. It turns it out, cactus in your throat. Turns out you can be ill, and it not be COVID in this day and age. How do you even get streptococcus? Is that it's a it's a bacteria? You're a dirty motherfucker. You, you I probably think I, eating ass or something. Yeah, could be licking the dumbbells, licking dumbbells, licking licking something you something. shouldn't have been licking on. So, <laughs> so. Sorry about the week break, but it was real, man. At one point, I, you know, my doc was like, "Oh, you might have mono," and I was like, "Well, fuck, there goes gnats." Yeah, but but luckily, luckily it was strep throat. Yeah, so Alex cybered, and everybody had a great weekend except me. But it was fine. She came over. She came over. 
Yeah. I came over. We had a good weekend. <laughs> we had a nice weekend. But I'm glad you're I mean that that voice of yours, you know, after you I literally couldn't from speak. powerlifting, you know, it's it's gonna be the moneymaker for I you. I need the voice. Yeah, need I need the voice. Bellowing voice. Yeah. You know? Anyway. We got a lot to talk about today, man. Yeah, what do you want to start with, man? There's like so much. We're gonna ratchet it up. We don't, so we'll we don't want it to be too long, but we want to make sure it's no. It's this good is gonna shit. be a, this is gonna be a fucking long one. We gotta ratchet it up. So we'll start. We'll start on the positive notes. We'll we had Austin on <clears throat> the night before he was leaving for collegiates, and uh, we fucking love collegiates. We love mm-hmm. collegiates. Everybody knows that from listening to the pod. So glory days. Um, glory days. Yeah. So we're going to talk about the best lifters at Collegiate. So obviously first we'll talk about Austin, who uh, was just kind of, you know, here for a good time, not a long time. You know, he just fucked around and won his weight class, but didn't yeah. have a particularly great meet, I don't think. Yeah, it wasn't an awesome meet for him. I don't think he was stoked with his performance, and I think he knows he's got to work on some stuff if he's trying to you know, do, the world do, games. Yeah, do some damage at World Games. But uh, he left, he benched raw. He uh, missed missed a couple lifts. His pull missed wasn't. a couple squats. His pull wasn't where it should be, but you know but, we know. I don't think he was too amped up for. He was pretty chilled out. He's he still was. probably probably the the best lifter, one of the best lifters. Yeah, one of them, I'd say. So he squatted seven twenty seven. He went up to seven um seven seventy one, which is definitely that's definitely a sign that Titty Mike was um having too much of a good time when you jump in twenty keys with your lightweights. Hmm. And uh, yeah, he just he just couldn't get that thing going. That's mm. a big fucking load for a little little boy. Yeah, but it was still you know, it's always a pleasure. It's a, it's always freaky to watch him lift those those fucking numbers. Yeah, he's he moved it, dude. You know, and he was up a weight class. I think we tainted him. You know, we might have mushed him. We might have mushed him. We're fucking. I think mushes. we mushed him. And but uh, anyway, then there's Noah Johnson, and. You know what? I didn't even write down what Noah did, but Noah Johnson's a bad man. He squatted like 360. Right? Yeah, that sounds about right. I think he missed 370. He, his bench is like okay. Yeah. Oh, he missed a 370 squat. That's yeah, fucking yeah, insane. Yeah, he missed 370. Yeah. Yeah, he benched 220, which, which yeah. that's his fucking. It's pretty good for him. It's good right? for him. It's he went three for three, and he pulled 335. Yeah, which is just yeah a big that's fucking that's pull. a big pull. So yeah. shout out Noah. I mean, and it just it's it's just it's just disgusting. You know what Noah Johnson's IPF score was? Ninety nine point nine. Couldn't break a hundred. He'll break it. I mean, He'll I break it. it's just bananas. Like he, this motherfucker's he squatted three sixty and pulled three thirty five at ninety three. What do you want him to do? Gotta get that bench up, boy. I know you're <sighs> well, working on something. <laughs> we know we know something. Cooking up cooking. something. We know something's cooking. We seen we seen some uh, some voltage, some bolt going on. Noah's riding the lightning. I saw that head coming up on the videos and shit. I'm like, yeah, he's feeling the fucking pain. He's feeling it. He just can't keep your head down. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Well, uh, so Midland won like everything, right? Yeah, I don't even want to talk about the team shit because honestly, they had juniors too. And like, when you look at the results, the juniors like they're just not even. They don't even have a school listed. It's weird, man. Collegiate must have sucked. You know why it sucked the worst though? Why they had pound plates in the warm room? Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, some fucking retards. I, we had someone that listens to the podcast submit a question about you know, basically asking why everybody's so soft and complain about pound plates. We're like, yeah, I don't know, man. The only thing that matters to me in the warm room is the bar. Like, if they're bringing in like 
old school Texas power bars that when I warm up to squat or deadlift, it's bends more than that's yeah, the only thing hard, I really yeah. care about. The plates, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Can you load it? Like Yeah, that's true. Well, so there there was there was some open records set at Collegiates. Yeah. That that might I don't I don't know. It's I think I this guy's my there. most impressive male lifter. Yeah. Charles Schuford. The new guy at Midland under big titties. Big titties tutelage. tutelage. <laughs> He'll probably be ruined. The titty tutelage. The tu- the tutelage. But I mean, this kid squatted two fifty six at fifty nine, which is a record. World record. No. No. <laughs> no. 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 Fatty goes Fetty. in the <laughs> I just wanted to say world record. <laughs> we haven't said it in long enough. And yeah, then he Fetty. pulled two fifty nine, which is an open American record. Which I mean, he pulled more than Eric Kupperstein has ever pulled. That's the fucked up thing. Like I can't wrap my head around it. Mm. And Tran, my favorite Tranny. Yeah, I mean, we lo- we love them all. But so Charles, another one. He's working on his bench, but honestly, like his bench isn't <laughs> that bad. He's benching mid threes at fifty nine. Like when Tran was winning collegiates, like easy peasy, he was benching like, you know, th- low three hundreds, if that. So he's gonna grow into the shit. I don't. Yeah. Who know? You don't know if these kids stay fifty nine or not. You yeah. Know? And you take all these college lifters and you just go, here's a bolt for you. Here's a bolt for oh, you. Oh, he's got a bolt. <laughs> we he's sent gonna... them a bolt, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you bolt, get a bolt. Bolt overflow. And you get a bolt. All right. Well, I think what we about got, the females, dude? Well, oh, we got okay. one more male. Okay. Yeah. Joe Pena. Obviously. Monster. But, the you know, the other guys equipped. We got to give one raw lifter a shout out. Shit's insane. Yeah. I mean, there were some good raw lifters there, but. Nothing I'm really inclined to talk about. I mean, a couple guys, they squatted seven. They're built like fucking brick shit houses. Yeah, the 105. So what's that kid's name with the curly hair? I don't know. Fucking, I know I it. <laughs> I forgot it. Uh, is it the kid that screams all the time? Whistler. Who? Is <laughs> the kid that screams Whistler? every workout. Yeah, it's just Whistler, dude. Is that his IG? Yeah, I think yeah, so. That's Ian the, that's Whistler or something, maybe. No, no, no. Whatever. Either way, it's Joe a, Pena squad nine fucking fifty. Yeah. I mean, what 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 else do you want to know? You know, I wish he would do more equipped lifting. Sean Mills, dude. Wheeze. Oh, that's yeah, why I got wheeze. confused because his shit is Wheeze. So I was like Whistler Wheeze. No, then there's other kid Whistler though. Who else? Yeah. Who also just the Wheeze. He yeah. Whoever Sean Mills, he seems like a normal guy. This other guy is a little too fucking crazy, but yeah. he's having a good time. Oh, and um. So Joe Pena squatted 430. It was fucking insane. He pulled over seven raw. This is really good. He put together a really good meet, which is great. I wish he would do more equip stuff because he squat. World, he he just squat the world record probably. He probably could. Um, another raw lifter from Midland that I just thought was really impressive, Austin's boy, mm-hmm. Shane Nutt. Oh, yeah. I think he won best lifter. I'm pretty sure. Oh, wow. I mean, the shit was all set. The results are all like weirdly separated, but. He, the kid pulled 340 at 93 raw conventional which i like i like that a lot i like that style goes a long way with mr capolino yeah yeah that's some just you know that's some flop it out there for everybody shit yeah he had a big battle with a kid named hayden willis who also pulled 340 they 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 told the same or some shit and shane like one on body weight they pulled through pulled 340 must come down a lot numbers these kids are so fucking young it's crazy. yeah so those are my highlights that i wrote down 
What about the females? The females, yeah, the females. So, Show some um, love. I mean, I, I, I don't even know. I, I was just scanning. Like, it's my fault. I don't know enough names, but Gabby Martinez from Texas. Seems like a Texas lifter, 69 kilo. IPF score 103. This is equipped. That's why I picked this girl out of the fucking mm-hmm. list. And, I mean, her numbers at 69, so, like, similar body weight to Kelsey. She squatted, like, 232. She pulled, like, 220 and a half. I mean, bench would I don't I don't even talk about the guys' benches. I'm like I start talking about the girls' benches, you know. But that's pretty fucking insane. It's about so, the same or more than Kelsey was doing in college, which yeah. is like this girl has a lot of potential. Yeah, a lot of potential. But you know, we say it all the time with collegiate lifters: do they stick with it out of college? It's tough. It's like you're gonna keep doing powerlifting, or you're gonna, you know, meet a guy, have you know, get a job. Get a, a career. Get a job. The career shit is, you know, so silly. Figure out another hobby that doesn't break your body. You know, yeah. maybe have some kids, live a normal life. <laughs> yeah. On the equip side, too, we got a yeah. uh, shout out Lily Poizo. Lily. Lily. Uh, I'm pretty sure she's won a few sub junior world titles, um, if about? I'm not mistaken. But her IPF score was stunk because she's a yeah. super. It stinks. Which is just, it gets me going. And it stinks for all the equipped lifters there. The fact that Gabby IPF scored 103 is insane because, like, like Noah Johnson IPF scored 99. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just, the, 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 the formula's fucked up. So, but Lily did some badass numbers. 265 squat. <laughs> you know? How old is she? She's like, you know. 20-something, yeah, you know? Yeah, young. Youngest, You've been in the game so. for a while, but she's young. Young buck, pod listener. She also wanted me to take a look at Cassie Carlton. I know Cassie Carlton. She's on the raw side. She won her class. You know what? I won't even get into what class it was. Won her class. This is a pretty impressive shit. I just want to give her a shout out and say, come back to Equipped, you know? Mm. She's an Equipped lifter, did some international meets Equipped. Now she's on the raw scene, you know? She's about... Four foot nothing. Four foot zero. <laughs> four foot nothing. Got a great, great physique for lifting. You know, four four foot nothing. She could go raw equipped. You know, four foot nothing. So, but there's something. There's something to the nothing. There's something in the four foot nothing. Yeah. No, I mean, yeah, we were talking about this earlier. Like, she has a fat butt, and she she makes the most of it on Instagram, and. You know, like, I'm not saying that just to be an idiot. I'm saying that because, you know, I respect it. I respect her style. She crushes. She crushes, dude. Big shout-out, Cassie Carlton. If you got it, flaunt it. Big shout-out. Equipped, raw lifter, knows what she's doing on the gram, navigating that world. Yeah, when I had abs, dude, I'd I'd post, you know, my abs, and I'd get all the boys. (laughs) Yeah, that's what you, you know, get. That's what you get. Pat Lee's in your DMs. Yeah, just fucking you get, constantly. Oh my god, it sucks. Like all our bros from college. I can imagine the shit that these girls must get. You know, because guys are savages. They'll send you stuff. You know. I follow. <laughs> I follow. You, <laughs> you look like a man. Oh, you, that shit's bad. I follow it not because I'm like you know it. It is. It's a little intense and like <clears throat> I don't agree with all of it, but I agree with uh, like the the stuff they are pointing out is really bad and i just follow it to just keep my head in the game you know just just keep my head in what the ladies 
are going through. Yeah. It's 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 rough out there, you know. Guys are creeps. I watched this other video. This girl, she was just like walking through New York City, just like mind her own business and had a camera and just like, yeah. Some guys were just saying like hi, but like other guys were like saying some. Shit oh that's yeah, yeah. Bad. It's nuts, dude. Um, but anyway, you know, I mean, if you know what you're doing out there, you know, leverage it to your, you know. Yeah. To the well, best. Lily was saying we should get Cassie Carlton on the pod. I don't. I don't know her personally, you know, so I don't know if we need to put some feelers out there if she's spicy enough. I would definitely ask some questions why the fuck she's out there lifting raw, you mm. know. We can definitely ask her, you know, how often, you know, let her expose some crazy stories off her, off her DMs if she's down. Um, just put it out yeah. there in the light, but I don't know her personally. I don't want to pollute anybody, mm. you know. It sounds like a good segment of, like, we just get – powerlifting girls to send us shit and we read it <laughs> put <laughs> like, it out there i love the ones from the indian dudes they're like oh you know what those are the ones where i'm like you know just fucking delete it but like when i feel the, like half of the memes about that shit are like fake but like <laughs> some of them are so bad the one from the indian dudes is the just indian like y'all like I, we get those like you know we get yeah. those two ladies so the, yeah. don't feel special when you get the you know the indian dudes request this you know yeah, I have plenty of Indian dudes yeah, in my DMs. So yeah. don't, don't feel so special. Yeah, you know? yeah. you okay. need like stupid rednecks from like West Virginia who like are in the Army Reserves to be bothering you. Okay, that's big league stuff. Okay. Yeah, West Virginia. Name you Kyle. Know, no, no disrespect. <laughs> we driven through there. <laughs> <laughs> we're getting, we're getting, we're getting way off. Dude. We're getting out in the weeds, dude. So, <laughs> well, there's one more girl I want to give a shout out to oh. because this shit I just saw was so insane. Yeah, Again, I don't know who this is, but Celine Crum yeah. is fucking not crummy, okay? Yeah. IPF score of 107.15 at 57 kilos. I don't know how this fucking formula works, but that thing jumped out and slapped me in the face, 107. Mm -hmm. 107 something, something. So shout out Celine Crum. Great yeah. job. Crum you know. got it done. She wanted some. Yeah, I'm going to have to see if she's on, see if I can find her on Instagram. See what yeah. her training's, training's so, like. With collegiates, like the college teams, I always wonder, like, because we talked to Austin uh, last week about Midland, and you know they won all the, they won everything this year. Yeah, I think they won everything. They actually can give scholarships for powerlifting, and I know, like, talking to Texas guys, Louisiana, like talking to Newt, like they they try to like get people to join the team or like come over to the school, but I don't think any of them have scholarships, right? No, I don't think there's any financial. This is like like contributions. They, the the teams are getting treated like better. Like I know at Northeastern, you you like made the club. It was a club. You have to do fundraising. We like basically get nothing um, from the school. Really, like maybe we can get a van. You know, for a club, uh, like event. Run with the pack. You know, we get some vans from the school <laughs> and like have to get pay a gas them. card. No, yeah. you oh. get a gas card. Oh, you get a gas card. That was the that was the secret, dude. That's what we got. So like. These other schools, do they get funding maybe more, like in Texas? Like, I mean, I, yeah. they're treated more seriously. I think everything's like a smaller version of something else. Like, like internationally, the USAPL is like the only team that the like the USA team is the only team that doesn't have like government funding or like real good financial support. And I think it like the Canada? Khalid, Canada, yeah, I think more than more than us. I mean, really. Um, we're gonna talk about that later in the pod, but like, mm. but like the the collegiate teams, like as far as like, I think like Northeast, 
that's like the USAPL of the fucking international powerlifting where your lift their lifters are just on their own. Yeah, you're on your own, <laughs> right? kid. And then as you get up, like Midland is like Midland is Midland's like, like Russia. It's like Russia, Ukraine yeah, or Ukraine. Like they get literally paid to lift, and then everybody else is in between. Like I think, you know, obviously I think there's some teams I know they have their own weight room and their own equipment. Um, some teams probably have more funding coming in from whatever department umbrella. I mean, that's the thing. So it's just on the teams. It's right now, right? It's just like on the on the kids at the teams to bring it up to the schools and like you know bid for you know bid for some more funds or yeah, I'm sure clout. I'm sure, it's but like, like look at when it, you know? we tried to run a collegiate up here, and I mean a lot of people listening will remember collegiates in 2000. 16? 15, 16. 16. Ended up being Rhode in Island. Providence, Rhode Island. You know why? Because we couldn't even get enough support at our own school to use the facilities to have a big meet. Even though we have awesome facilities, like the Northeastern campus, if you've never been, is amazing. I mean, we have awesome yeah. facilities. We're in a prime location. It's beautiful. I mean, yeah. it's part of the reason why I went to school because as a dumb 18 year old, well, I was like, this is sick. What collegiates have been at a school? Well, I was going to talk about Texas A&M in 2018. 18? Anyway, I mean, shout out Scott again. Big time, big time friend of the pod, obviously. But, uh, like, they literally ran it in, like, the football stadium. In, like, a super nice venue. Like, got a lot of financial support and just institutional support that we would never get. So, I think somewhere in between Texas A&M and Northeastern is where everybody else is. And then obviously there's Midland. And Midland. And Midland, like, they just they just love powerlifting. <laughs> someone they fucking, there. We're someone like, why there are they like, the we, we love powerlifting, so we're just going to give these kids scholarships because we love powerlifters. I mean, you got to think in some, like, alternate reality. Like, you're, you're like, the athletic director at some yeah. university. Right? Or maybe, like, Tony's the athletic director at some university 10 years from now. And yeah. he's like, I love powerlifting. It's like the guy who sponsored the baddest benchers. Like, I'm a financial, <laughs> you know, planner. But, you know, I, I love, love powerlifting. powerlifting. So, you guys, you know, you yeah. won in a billion. So, <laughs> the here's only, 20 Gs. <laughs> they're the only ones who have these scholarships available. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, I just hope, I hope, you know, for the for the lifters that this can expand a little bit more. But just don't know how other yeah. than people just loving powerlifting i guess all you people listening out there all the lifters out there as uh as time goes on just think i about imagined it. like in in like you know like since we started the team really like f- almost 14 years ago now right and you know i'm grown old and gray that like if i ever was rich like i would donate money back to the team mm-hmm. um yeah you know and i think as the program just exists for a while and maybe you know we hit we hit we get some rich alumni you know like we like remember that who's that kid nicholson yeah nicholson out there is he is he like working at google is he you know is he program is he inventing software i could just see that guy He, he he's probably on a yacht with a bunch of bitcoin and yeah like you know does he remember the team like someone needs to reach out to that guy or what about the russian the russian's the king of rust he's the head of the rust yeah, the he's the head of the the rust fucking organization of he's the in US. academia but i think he might have gotten a <laughs> decent job recently I, I don't know i'm man. just saying he's like the head scientist of the rust organization yeah, i guess they study I, rust all you motherfuckers need to give back 
I'm sure. So maybe one day we have a private scholarship fund. That's the only way I see it happening at Northeastern because yeah. we don't even have like real sports. When they find me, you know, when I get an, when I get mail or I get like an email or see a post on Instagram looking for money, I'm usually I'll usually cough something up, and I think yeah, I think more people will. And that's but I'm saying the best way well, yeah, we'll it. donate a few hundred dollars, right? I'm saying we got to be yeah. so stinking rich. Like Dude, gather has to hit one gather one gather hits like a hundred dollars. Gathers, you know. Yeah, maybe there'll be a scholarship. It's a crypto. It's uh, it's like you know, it's. I don't. I'm not gonna explain it here. Do your, do some research on it. It's pretty. It's pretty nice. Small market cap coin right now. You know, maybe like twenty, thirty million market do cap. Your so research, man. if if it achieved the market cap of like one of the top one hundred of these shit coins, that means it's like a fucking, you know, ten x from here. So yeah, check it out. Anyway, yeah, we need to get fucking rich. People need to get rich and give back to the sport. That's the only way, I suppose. That's the only way. That's the only way I see. We'll see, man. We'll be, you know, we got 10 toes down to the town, as the beast would say. So yeah. we got to just keep our ears open in the collegiate ranks and just see how it's going for these kids. I, I wish the, the kids the best. Then yeah, I, hope, I hope they get some money, man. Let me say something, you know. If we're if we're this far into collegiates and powerlifting's so fucking popular and people are making all this money on Instagram and we're gonna be on ESPN and all this shit, you'd think that at collegiates we could do a little bit better <laughs> than fucking taping an iPhone to a pole oh, yeah. and like fucking pound plates. I know you guys are crying about pound plates. We can't. We afford don't. Pound we like plate. pound plates, yeah. but I'm sure yeah, they didn't have the proper LED screens yeah. either. Let's just say this: if Ian Bell. Is is gonna say it wasn't up to fucking standards. <laughs> <laughs> so Scott was like, "This means trash." I'm and counting out. I'm, he, ca- I'm, cha- I'm fucking throwing Ian under the bus. No, it's fine. He's the nicest guy. He he would doesn't talk shit at all. And we we're like, "Yo, what's going on?" So so we're like in a group text, and those guys are down there, and we're like making stupid jokes. And Scott sent us a fucking picture of like an iPad duct taped to a pole and that's the only way for the lifter in the warm room to see the flight order. Dude, was it an iPad or an iPhone? It was an iPad. iPod. It was an, it was an iPad. It was t- I thought it was tiny. It was a pad. It was, a, it was pad. a pad. And so I was like, wow. And Scott says, this fucking, this meat is steaming hot trash. <laughs> <laughs> and so I'm like, wow, man, we gotta fucking talk about how this sucks on the pod. Like fucking, every time it meets in Louisiana or San Antonio or anywhere Anywhere where it's actually steaming hot, the meat is steam. Like the people that live in these areas of like steaming hot. of steaming hotness just run steaming hot trash meats. Steaming hot. So like they don't know what the fuck they don't know the ass from the elbow. So so then we're like, well, Scott's pretty bougie motherfucker. He thinks everything is trash. Like he, he runs meats. He runs like, high quality. Yeah, meats. when when he ran collegiate, you can eat off the floor. Like whatever, right? So. <clears throat> Then we're like, Ian, is it really trash? And Ian's like, it's trash. And we're just like, yeah, it's bad. It's bad. <laughs> <laughs> it's bad, dude. Anyway, that's our two cents about the meat. Yeah. Who cares about the pound plates? But, you know. <laughs> what, what else is next? We got a lot to cover yeah. here, dude. We're going to quickly of, talk about the Kern because a, it's a lot this of inter, weekend. A lot of intertwining fucking themes going yeah, on. Yeah, so the Kern is this weekend. And uh, we just want to, like, we want to give our stupid predictions. Like, not that they're worth a shit, but um, Saturday, they're doing, like, a main card thing, which makes me think there's a lot more lifters, but we don't give a fuck about them, right? Because 
They're yeah, not, do you think that's like a way card? for them to like make money? Like, do you think there's? A, a, we should probably fucking know this, right? Do they have other shit going on? Top lifters compete against each other in a main card flight. They have the highest wilks of all the regiments. Yeah, so yeah, there's basically prelims. Yeah, there's prelims. Yeah, it's, th- this is the main card. They're running it like UFC. The main dish. Yeah. All right. Well. Yeah. The main card on Saturday is the one we want to see. Okay. Because at the bottom, I see John Hack and Dan Bell. Which um, a lot of people are saying it's just come down to there. But I see some other interesting names. I think this is actually in order. So John oh. Hack and Dan Bell. TD. TD Davis. He's a strong motherfucker. I just think maybe he just. Was he doing full power, dude, right? Yeah. He likes. Once he stopped doing IPF bench only, he. That's Just, Jay Mike's boy. He hopped on a little test and started training full power. And I knew he was strong as fuck because even when he was training bench only, he like double overhand deadlifted 600 pounds. And I was like, yo, that's super, that's like dumb, superhuman yeah. shit. So, I mean, he squats like, he pulls eight, he squats mid eights and benches seven. So, should be a show. Also on this fucking roster is Nick Best. You know Nick Best? Know who that is? Yeah. He's an old motherfucker. He, did he do fucking like strong World's Strongest Man? man? Yeah. yeah. Right? Didn't he do Strongman? Yeah. I mean, he's probably best known for, I mean, he seems like a really nice guy, but I just like, Isn't I can't he? get out of my head that Jesse, <laughs> Jesse Marunde passed away, who was one of my favorite strongmen of peace, all time. Dude. Fucking legend of the didn't, hardcore didn't he training d- game. Didn't he like die from hardcore training? Like, didn't he, like, he had a heart I know he used to run 20 rep squats. Because his squat was shit. There's that year that like the first World Strongest Man um, heat he ever did. There was that squat event where they fucking dropped the kegs into the yeah. ba- into the yeah, basket, yeah, yeah. and he just got smoked. Yeah. And like they were like, "Oh, he can't fucking squat." Oh, and like he just started training squat like crazy. I mean, people will remember his second place finish like the next year to Pujanowski, where Pujanowski like nudged him mm-hmm. when they were like trying to walk out for the stones, and everybody was like, "Damn." But, um, you know, it's competition. Pujanowski's the man. I don't hold it against him. But, uh, yeah, I think he died squatting. Yeah, he, like, sick, sick way to go. Overexerted himself and, like, had a heart attack, like, after some crazy set or something. Yeah, I mean, talk about dying squatting. Bob Dempsey, local lifter. Another guy died squatting in a meet. Blood clot. Yeah. People still talk about him around here. He's a fucking legend. But, anyway... That I can't get out of my head because Nick Best, it's like, you know. He picked up the reins. He, he picked up the reins. He, he grabbed Jesse's wife, said, oh, you know, you like strong men, huh? Yeah, they were training partners, right? Yeah, <laughs> something like that. Maybe. They, they, they I, don't even, I don't even know. I think they're. We're um, making shit. We're making uh, The only thing I'm <laughs> not making up is that Callie Marunde became Callie Best pretty quickly. So, you know. Yeah, you can imagine it could have went something like that, you know. Yeah. Who knows, but. But he's in the meet, and he's not young. No, I mean, have you seen any of his latest training? How's no. he looking? No, I just know he's going to be a shit show. So, I mean, John Hack's going to win this shit? No, Dan or Bell's going to oh, win. Oh, Dan it. Bell. It's, it's on Wilkes. Wilkes. It's on Wilkes. It's Dan, on Wilkes. Dan Bell's going to win this shit. Let's go, Dan Bell. Yeah. Let's go, dude. Did you, did you see Dan well, Bell's training? Well, how close are they? They're, they're, like, going. They're pretty close, right, on Wilkes, no? I don't know, man. Shit. 600-ish. John Hack's a fucking freak, but... 
Actually, man. What are you talking about? No, no. I mean, like, I'm just thinking back. I've seen, I mean, Dan Bell's posted, like, some pretty big polls, a really nice 615 bench or so. Mm-hmm. Or, yeah. And then uh, 1,055 squat. That was just smoke. And, you know, you know how super strained. Like, if he's squatting 1,055 in training, he's trying to squat. 11 he's going 25 for the or whatever he, he said he was going to squat 1127 um hack that was posted so looks good it's fucking deadlifts and his squats yeah and the bench too. Everything. everything looks good it's fucking he's a freak i don't want to say hack's gonna win but let's know, see it's gonna be really i'm looking i'm looking at raw with wraps let me filter this out yeah do a quick filter i'll you know Okay, let's see. Right now, John Hack. What is this? Not you. The fucking Yuri has a better. Form. Yeah, Yuri. Yuri. Oh, this is. Is it on dots? That's on dots. Dots, dude. Yeah. Shit. How do you change this shit? Short. All right, got it, got it, got it. Wilkes twenty twenty. Is that what we're doing? I don't even fucking know. There's fucking a new Wilkes too. I think so. Yeah, yeah, dude. Hacks in three is Yuri. Zaheer, John Hack, Cody Blazik, Dan Bell, Lily Bridge six. Who the fuck is Peter Cody Petras, Blazik? Peter Petra seven, Milana Chevy. Untested's crazy. Who the fuck is Cody Blazik? And why is he at this meet? You know? I don't know, man. Yeah, it's going to be a fucking, it's going to be a scrap. That's all I'm saying. Be a scrap. Um, that, that's the one everybody's watching. I mean, then there's Sunday's main card, which is... um. Lightweight men and women. Mm. So this one's it. I mean, Saturday's main car is literally just heavyweight men. Let's start with the women. Yeah, she's well, I mean, Gasparian. You, that's the only one. Mariana I, Gasparian. Yeah. She, I mean, she's gonna win. Yeah. It's, you can't. Right? I think that's she's like, gonna win. She's like the. She's the one, right? Hunter Henderson's trying to crawl up her ass, but it's just like Mariana. She's in there too. She's in there. Yeah. I yeah. thought she was doing the show. No, she's not doing. No, that. well, yeah, they're doing the show. The showdown oh. is September. You can yeah. easily do both. So they're all signed up for the same show. Yeah. Who else is in there? Let me see. You know any of these people? I mean, I know a lot of the men. I mean, Dewey I know Hill, Hunter and Marianne, Mariana. Mariana Davis. Monica Bird. Yeah. Ashley Garcia. Yeah, I don't know who those people are. It's fine. We gotta look. It's fine. What do we? What do we? What do we? What am I, a fucking untested, untested powerlifting female. buff? I'm I trying to know. talk about we the highlights know. here. Yeah, First of all, Mariana's going to win, but you wanted to give Hunter Henderson a shout-out. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, we just have these stupid conversations, like, th- like throughout the last three weeks or whatever, since we have a podcast, right? We, like, live together, and we just talk about powerlifting all the time, and we're, like... You know, we just we just end up having these types of conversations. Hunter Henderson, and she's and just impressive. Like, and I'm sure, like, probably it, any of you follow her, you probably saw like her deadlifting. <laughs> and like, this isn't something new. Like, this is and this is squatting like, and deadlifting. This is a common thing that you know many females deal with. It's not like your fault, but like, she like fucking pissed all over the fucking place. <laughs> like the like crazy. Like some of the craziest piss. Like I've seen uh, since in a 2019 long time. raw nats, I like, haven't seen anything American like record it. or something, you know. Like so, like <laughs> it was like there was a, a deadlift that she posted pretty recently where it was like it was like I don't know if she was wearing rubber pants or something. Like she was wearing fucking long legs and like the piss was shooting out the middle 
and like both legs down the side and like there was like four puddles and i was like dude that shit's just a little bit out of control a lot i think people will probably gave her shit <laughs> and people. i gotta give her props because <laughs> she she so this is a shout out <laughs> she posted her like with a fucking uh, like a steam cleaner, a fucking like a Zamboni. <laughs> she yeah. was fucking Zamboni. Commercial cleaning, like a the commercial gym floor. Stanley steamer cleaner. The entire like platform, and I, <laughs> I don't know. It's like, well, I've always said, you know, we've had these conversations about the platforms. Like, so she pisses every every heavy workout. It must be once a week. She wants to piss all over. Well, the it squats too. Squats yeah. too, and I'm like, what? Well, whatever, right? She must clean it up because they don't carpet their platforms, right? So if you if she trained a base date and pulled like on our deadlift platforms or squatted out of, I mean, she doesn't well, typically we, walk out of squats, yeah. but squatted out of our squat rack, and she would piss into the carpet, and like at some point, you really can't clean yeah. it out of the carpet. You can't restore the carpet to its original state. But you know the there strong horse stall mats, right? Yeah, strong barbell club yeah. <clears throat> has all rubberized platforms yeah. and floors, which is fucking smart because you can clean them. So I don't see the big deal. Piss away, right? Just yeah, let it fly. But it just brings. Remember, we talked about this. We talked about competition platforms. Why won't they make them rubber? Yeah, you know, we talked about it. That would be great because then you can actually dry the fucking competition area. Uh, you wouldn't have these divots in the carpet you wouldn't have slippery ass carpet you know we've talked about this yeah, shit. why this shit sense. isn't why not just use the store uh the stall mats the horse stall mats I yeah don't know. i mean it let Alico spray paint it and brand it like whatever same shit yeah we said like they don't do wood because it would be like a slipping hazard <laughs> yeah <laughs> but uh fucking crazy I, but i mean like in olympics girls pee too i think i'm sure they do um, I'm sure they just have those little guys come out and mop it up. Like, I don't want to sound like a dick. Like, you know, like girls pee. Like, it happens. Like, I shit myself. Like, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> no, I piss myself. Nah, I don't think. I might squirt a little pee pee. <laughs> I mean, we definitely all shit ourselves. We've, uh, we, if, you, if you ain't shit yourself, you ain't trying. Or, like, you don't have Crohn's disease. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't have Crohn's Something. disease and I have shit, I have shit, shit during a quick squat. Yeah, so I mean. Fine. But uh, but like you know, I think some girls it's like a little too much. You know, some girls, you know, I don't get what you're saying. I think saying. they like it. I'm just saying if you do, like if you do that shit, they're exacerbating it. Yeah, it's like go take a piss, and then I hear like if if you piss before, like st- sometimes it still comes out. But then yeah, like I think so. if it, you know, it's like a maxi pad or something. Like it's I like mean, a little, <laughs> it's not sanitary. Okay, I'd be you know. So we had some females in like, the house. If I knew my dick was gonna piss all over the place, you're like, right. I would do something about it. You're right. So we had some females in the house when we were having this conversation, and they were said, yeah, if we knew that we were gonna piss. Every time we deadlifted, we would wear a pad. But I think some girls don't want to do. They just don't want to do that. Yeah, all right. I mean, we're we're equipped lifters. Maybe some of these raw lifters they don't want anything on their body other than a fucking I don't the, know. their virus or no. SPD singlet. You know, we wear Mark Bell diapers. We wear yeah, TRXs. We, yeah. Yo, if I have to wear a fucking pad, whatever, I wear I wear anything Dude, that real. helps the process for real. So like yeah, I checked I checked it I checked this point of view with a couple females before I went live with it, so I didn't sound like a complete. You didn't sound like a complete. Yeah, some man explaining. You know, we we're just saying how we like you know like going on that Instagram you know thing and are in support of. Oh yeah, you look yeah, like a man. You look like a man and all that shit. Well, they say so piss like, away. 
Open probably, valve. It's too. It's, a, it's a, I think some of it is maybe a little attention, you know, or something. Or they. I like think it. you could. You they could like think it's hot. And and the girls we were talking to, they said some of those pads, like you know those commercials where it just sucks up like a gallon of blue liquid, and you're like, that's fucking amazing. They yeah. said it really, it really would, it really would do do its job there. Suck up a lot of that. Yeah. So like, if you have the problem, like most girls would be embarrassed and like maybe you know like clean it up or you know put a pad on. But like you know when Hunter's doing it, there's like a pit. There's like three different puddles of piss from like the sets well, before. Well, I think she finishes shit. her workout and then she fucking comes through with the Zamboni. I'd, I'd put a fucking I'd put a fucking beach towel underneath or something if I was just going to let it go. I don't know. Whatever. But She's that, Zamboni, so good. That's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> you know, even if I you're steam... Like I, I sound like I'm hating. You do, you do. I do. You're but not, like, but, like, I but think you sound like, like it. Like if it's a little bit of piss and like it's just like a little bit, it's like I'll oh, say shit. this. Like it's embarrassing. Like oh yeah, whatever. Like okay. I'll say this. I just think of it, it like if you use this steam, a, if you if you steam it away, yeah, using a steam cleaner or a shop vac, eventually, you know, it's not like the problem just disappears. Okay, the piss might not be in the floor, but now it's in your whatever your clean equipment. So you could ruin a shop vac if you put enough piss in it. I'm sure. Or like you're steaming. If you're steaming away the piss with a steamer, there's other things in piss that aren't that don't get steamed away, right? Like, I don't know, dude. Maybe. I'm just saying, like it's 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 a it's courteous right. to clean it, but All at right. some point, it's like pissing. You know, so should you piss on All a right. towel and just wash it? Wash yeah. it? I don't know. I don't know. All right, so maybe I'm being a little bit too much of a pussy. And let's be honest here, like. You know, sometimes it can be impressive. You know, sometimes, you know, Hunter Henderson, it was impressive. I was like, holy shit, that's a lot of piss. Holy, you know, that's fucking crazy. It like, doesn't is bother it like, me. No, it doesn't. In the gym, it bothers me. It bothers, like, when. If I had to lift at that gym, it would bother me. It would get Why? Old. She can clean it. And maybe she doesn't always clean it. I don't know. Yeah, maybe not. I guess it doesn't bother. It's just like a little bit. All I can say is the platform at 2019 Raw Nationals was ravaged, yeah. okay? And that shit That's would bother fine. me. That's in competition. Uh, yeah, but then, like, it's fucked up for the whole weekend. Yeah, it's hard to – it's because it's carpet. Everybody's you know? lifting on it. Yeah. Yeah, the supers come out, and you look down, and there's a divot, and it's fucking wet and stinky. <laughs> yeah, they got, like, fucking cat. You can't – you can only clean it to a certain degree when there's carpet. Anyway, we're even, talking about the fucking kern, man. I don't even know what I'm trying to fucking – what point I'm just trying to say, but I'm saying, like, basically, if if you're doing that shit and, <laughs> and you're just trying to get attention, just fucking put a pad in. God damn. I don't think anybody <laughs> – I don't think anybody's just trying to get attention. I think some – I think some are, maybe. Maybe a little well, bit. all right. They that's, like it. That's your hot take. They like it. They like it. <laughs> Yeah, there's somewhere like, <laughs> it's like they lock out a rep and they hold it extra long, and the whole time it's just fucking coming out. It's sick. You know, you do. It's kind of sick. It, yeah. Is it equi- like what's sicker, like nosebleeds or fucking piss? Squirt? It's equivalent to the man's the nosebleed. You know, it is. So I think they think they maybe it's badass. You know, if they're just fucking pissing all over the place, maybe it's cool. It's it's. Or they eff- think it's cool. It, it signifies Dominance. maximum. Maximum effort. Well, you know me. what? Like, what do dogs do to mark their territory? You know, or what do guys? Right. Do? I I like to like a. Piss, That's the thing. I piss know? all over the place. I piss all I, over the I place. I can't. I like I, to piss in the backyard. I'm not gonna talk about anybody pissing anywhere, even if it's indoors. It's just in the gym. I'm not gonna piss. One of my roommates got drunk once. He pissed in. Um, he woke up and pissed in the oven. 
and then another night he woke up and pissed on all our shoes. That's fucked up. So what am I going to get mad at somebody who pisses on in the gym? Well, you Someone were probably pissed in my oven. Yeah, I, you were probably mad about it. Yeah, I was mad happened. then. Yeah, but I've been you know desensitized to piss. It's not a problem yeah. to me. I got kicked out of a bar because the bathroom was really packed and <laughs> I was peeing in the sink. In yeah. this, uh, I pissed on a historic fire in this place called I was gonna rest Hong it. Kong, and someone walked in and was like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> they grabbed me. <laughs> you piss in the ice that was for the mixed drinks. No, it was a bathroom <laughs> sink. It was. Like, oh yeah, it was like yeah, a yeah, long yeah, ass yeah. line, and like I had yeah, a couple scorpion bowls. Yeah, I got kicked out of a bar for pissing in the sink once. Yeah, dude. <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, so who am I to talk? Well, it just seems like the females is gonna come down to Hunter Henderson and Mariana Gasparian. Yeah. I, I follow Hunter Henderson, and she's really fucking strong. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and she's trying to crawl up Mariana's ass. <clears throat> and that's just a term we use when someone's trying to, you know, I think beat we know else. that. What else would it mean? I don't know, man. You got to be careful these days. But that's a Jamestown special. Like, you know, I'm trying to, you know, I'm trying to crawl up people's asses at World every year. She's trying to get a whiff. <laughs> she's trying to get a whiff. <laughs> trying to get a whiff. But there's some interesting <laughs> lightweight men. Like uh, that, we should talk about Micah Marino. We'll always throw shade on Micah Marino. Fuck that guy. Mm. Took bold and own and did USAPL nationals. Then there's uh, <clears throat> Malik Durstein. Your old friend. You know, fuck that guy. Don't fuck that guy. I'm neutral on it. Sounds like he's in Austin. Maybe I'll see him. Yeah, I think like you had more animosity toward him, but we talked a little bit you with know, Vang and with Vang and. Yeah. Maybe Ian or yeah, maybe coming. You're coming. I don't really know. I don't know the guy from a hole in the wall. Just, so. Yeah, he Sounds he's all right. He's just a little crazy. Great. I'll just keep, leave it there. Then there's Rostislav Petkov. This is an interesting one because this guy won IPF Worlds 2012, hmm. qualified for the World Games in 2013, and. Not only did he win worlds, he took down a fucking living legend. Heads up, he beat Oleg Yaroslaw of Poland. And you would think, why don't I fucking know this guy? That's amazing. I thought Oleg won 11 straight worlds. Well, that's because Rostislav Petkov popped. Pop. <laughs> Immediately. <laughs> Immediately after the meet, he popped, and everybody knew it. Because he beat, he beat Oleg so easily, and we were all just like, what the fuck? All right, so that was his first and last IPF Worlds, yeah. but he's been doing, you know, he's been doing some raw with raps, meets, and stuff yeah. like that around town. But he's a Bulgarian, so what do you expect? Bulgarian tribulus, huh? Yeah, <laughs> I hear that's the best. So he's pretty good, man. He's a pretty good fucking lifter. But you know, do I think do I know who's going to win the wet lightweights? I don't know. And then there's one more guy that jumps out at me: Blake Lahu, mm. former USAPL national champion, world team member. Really good raw and equipped lifter, but lately he's been having some trouble on the this meat guy, circuit. He's become a meme to us, honestly. Yeah. Like you know, in our group chats and shit, like <laughs> this guy is honestly a meme because like he'll post some shit and like you know, fucking doing my openers and like it's like some weight he missed at the last meet and like he's no. Not, this is the best part. He's not. His knee is fucking bent <laughs> thirty degrees. And like, 
There was this shit where he he this did the, he did this meet in this USPA meet always called an excuse the, for fucking everything. Yeah, called the tribute, and he posted like a week out, like, "Oh, nice fucking opener." You know how tip raw lifters they like to post stupid ass shit. Oh, good opener here, feeling good about it. It was a seven fifty deadlift, and it was like grossly unlocked. And so some he's, some he's strong some hero out of the crowd just came in the comments and said, "Dude, why would you open there? You missed it." And he was like. You don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Shut the fuck up, basically. Totally dismissed this guy, this hero. So the meat comes around, opens at 340, bombs. Bombs the dead, raw bombs. meat. So, you know. Yeah, and so in the comments, because this, this reminded me of it, too. <laughs> we were talking about the fucking pound plates. He's like, yeah, I don't know what happened. The, the fucking weight room, the, the warm-up room, pound plates really screwed me up and threw me off and like all this shit in the car. Yeah. Like, I hate on, to dude. say this kid always had come up with some really unique shit ain't locked reasons for missing lifts. So, you know, fast forward to 2021, he's doing a really big meet. This kid's a strong lifter. I mean, fucking squats like a lot. He squats and pulls a lot. He's actually a really well-rounded lifter, but I don't give a fuck about specific numbers other than deadlift because same deal. 340 kilos, 750 pounds, posted, had a great day of openers, posts all three, and someone says, are you really going to do the same shit again? <laughs> because again, <laughs> in the comments, because again, it was basically the same deadlift. Like he could smoke the deadlift off the floor on a deadlift bar, like just fucking whip it up to his knees. And then he just stands there with the bar at his knees and like everything unlocked and like calls it good. And so I don't know if he's going to make it. The shit ain't through locked. the main. You know, there's like five rounds on a UFC main card. I don't think he's making it to the to the third round, as we say. I don't think so. No, I don't think. I don't think oh he's no, he's gonna through. make it to the third round, but he ain't gonna get out of the. Third he ain't gonna round. get out of the third <laughs> round. <laughs> <laughs> he's saying a fall in the third. <laughs> he's taking a dive in the third. So there are predictions. You know, I think if if lightweight men is a separate category, I'm gonna go with Petkoff. <clears throat> We're gonna go with guess. Gasparian for women. Yeah, that makes Hunter Henson close second. I mean, she's really putting in the work. Yeah. And then I'm good. I'm just. I don't give a fuck. I'm going with Dan Bell for uh, heavyweight men. Fuck I'm, it. I'm rooting for Dan Bell, but like, I don't know. Sorry, maybe it's just my unconscious. Like, I just thought like, you know, fucking hack looks. He looks really good, but I, mean, I don't I'm know not how the gonna, fucking. Like, I don't know how the points work out and all that shit. But I'm not even gonna say. Hack looks like say. fucking like if he keeps on this trajectory. You know, if Andy keeps helping him out, <laughs> Andy's taking care. You of know, him. taking care of him and shit, and he keeps training like this, like that's fucking goat status, man. Yeah, shit's crazy. All right, so there's our fucking official. Yeah. <laughs> our official. <laughs> Did we go off on a tangent? A yeah, our bit? official predictions for the current, which Yo. turned into just fucking piss wars. Yeah, there's gonna. All right, my prediction: <laughs> there's gonna be a lot of piss. There's gonna be a lot of piss on the Sunday main card. There's gonna be a lot. They're gonna need a mop. Yeah, Blake LeHoux is going to piss himself. <laughs> yeah, they didn't need a mop to mop Blake LeHoux off the floor. <laughs> We're being like unnecessary. <laughs> Me too. We're being so perfectly I don't nice. I even know this guy. <laughs> this is the spicy PL pot. See, this is what Kevin Can was talking about. Like, we yeah. talk way too much shit. We talk for no so reason. much shit. We don't even, I don't yeah, even know like, this Like, stop kid. talking shit. Like we're fucking viruses. The we're so world. we're so mean. <laughs> Whatever, man. <laughs> you know, but honestly, this kid needs a fucking reality check. Like this shit ain't locked. <laughs> <laughs> you 
Shit ain't Nothing locked. we hate more than unlocked and like And like the other shit that we don't like is like making all these stupid fucking excuses. Like these kids can't like see outside of their own little fucking world. So they need someone to do to say some shit to them. Yeah, they need know. to tune into if the If I pod. saw them in person, I'd be like, oh, hey, how you doing? Like, big fans. <laughs> I wouldn't. <laughs> no, I wouldn't. I'd I'm be a like, dick in person. I think I'd just look at them and just be like, yeah, what's up, man? Shit ain't locked. <laughs> I'd be a dick, and I'm a dick in person. You like know the kid, right? A little bit. Yeah, like when he was in the USAPL, I'd be like, "What up?" Yeah. And I tried to throw him a T-shirt and like scoop twelve points from him at Nats, but then he like popped for marijuana, and then that sucks. I talked to some people, and they were just like, "Yeah, this kid's not. He's not the kid. He's not the kid to run with." And I'm mm. like, "All right, cool." Yeah, I'd say what's up, man. You know, I'm sure you're a good guy, but your shit ain't locked. Lock it out. You'll be you'll be great. Pull conventional, just you know. You'll be great. Pull conventional. Just log it up. <laughs> All right, <laughs> that's it. That's our fucking <laughs> current. That's our current. We're fucking stupid. We're idiots. <laughs> that's We're our current preview. Kid. All right. <laughs> We're bad, man. You know, it's been three weeks. Jay makes bench like six hundred pounds every fucking day since we've done this podcast. He like stopped for a vaccine, and then like benched fucking six fifty six <laughs> or something. Six fifty. Yeah, whatever. Whatever. It's so dumb at this point. If you're not following J. Mike and like looking at the stupid shit he's doing, it's it's absolutely insane. I just hope that he f- can stay fucking healthy because this is like I don't. These must be fucking Wolverine or something. I don't know how the fuck. I'm he's not even doing worried this. about him staying healthy at this point. I think he's just he's built for this. It's this nuts. Is, it's crazy. I can't. I'm not wait. Even worried. I'm not even I'm worried. Not. He's gonna just super peak and bench. 300 keys i know it i know it in my heart it's like at this point does he just have to bench 600 every day or like is his body in such a state of fucking it's in a state you can't come out of the state it's like if he de- if he deloads will he like will his body he'll get hurt if do? he he'll get hurt if he deloads he like needs That's the to keep it thing. up it's like the squat every day morons like the super smooth brains like pat mendez and all those people online who squat every day i, I saw a video of a guy he squatted oh, it's been over a year he's been squatting every day it's like 470 days if you come out of the state, your body will disintegrate. Okay? So you got to keep it. It's like J. Mike. Alive. I got really worried when he took a day off for the vaccine. I was like, yo, that's <laughs> the worst thing you I could do right now. I need to know right if you're now. serious. I'm serious. Because I, I know J. Mike listens to the podcast, so I want to know like if you're joking or no, serious. No, I'm dead serious. Because- I do believe that some people can get into like... I they're like I'm like, not the one just needs to keep this shit up for like another Yeah, two I'm not the one to come up with like technical terms for this shit, but he's in a state. <laughs> He's in a state, and it's like a run. It's like a physical run. Like your body just it, knows. Yeah, it's like if you're the- running a marathon, right? If you're running like a super <clears throat> marathon, like you could keep running. Like you could run the extra five miles, but then if you, if you stop, stop the next day. It's like you being can. a fucking rock breaker, dude. You, you're going to break rock for 100 days straight. If you, if on day 101 you stop breaking rocks, you're going to never want to break rock again, dude. And J. Mike's just a rock breaker. So he's just like benching 600 for doubles. Like it's his manual labor. His body know? doesn't know. His body thinks he's building the pyramids, you know? His body thinks he's 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 painting the Sistine Chapel. His body doesn't know. It's yeah, just got to be every day. He's in a fucking state, <laughs> he's state. dude. He's fucking... He's stacking bodies right now. <laughs> this is fucking all right. We talk about him every fucking. Podcast, I know. We're just, it's not even. Insane. Dude, I have the plan. I don't even have. These, what I mean, we're, we're just talking. We're shooting the shit. It's just, we said this is gonna be long, and I can't. We we can't not say like it's been like three weeks. The guy's still fuck. I said like, oh, it's been fucking four days. He's been right. six hundred in a row. Yeah, this, this you're is right. Like, this is fucking epic. <clears throat> this is epic powerlifting shit, right? 
Yeah, it's, it's fucking epic. crazy. It's epic. I had to say something. We'll we'll give a J Mike up. We'll just put that in the top of the show it's every like week. We, we need <laughs> a fucking J. Michael ticker. Meter. It's, like, it's been this many days since J Mike took a break from benching six hundred. <laughs> fucking zero. Zero hundreds. Yeah. He's gonna zero. be at fucking thirty days. <laughs> it's insane, dude. All right, good. Yeah. Louis right, upstairs. What else, what else we got? Cooking us about? dinner. All right, man. What fucking. This is the. This we're motoring. Is, yeah, we're motoring. This is the fucking big piece of the show we want to talk about. Oh, uh, you know. It's like for the amount of messages I get, where the fuck's the pod if we miss a week for some reason or we disappear for a little while? Um, you know, I got a lot of fucking messages this week. Like, can't wait to hear you morons talk about this IPF USAPL stuff. Yeah. Because I guess people obviously. want our perspective because we're like the common man. You know, we're not common. like. I'm the common man. Well, we're just like kind of retarded, kind of. You know, oh. vulgar, kind of offensive, kind of don't know what the fuck we're doing, right? Yeah, we're a little retarded. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, it came down that there was some IPF charter, you know, enacted, and it passed through a uh, vote of member nations and the executive committee that uh, all nations must... Um, abide by certain rules including third party doping protocols and you know be no abnormalities in the way each national federation under the ipf is operated which you know if you look at the usapl we're one of the we're one of the only nations if not only nation who when you compete nationally here we have different drug testing protocols locally and nationally we have different divisions age and other things like adaptive that was something that wasn't ipf there's there's a few things we have deadlift only squat only um events things like that that aren't that don't go on on an international stage so there's a lot of things that people are upset about um, that the that the IPF is saying the USAPL is not allowed to do anymore, or they will be imposing sanctions and fines. Yeah, I mean, right. so that's the backstory. Yeah, this is the same shit. I think like, I mean, we have we got guys like uh, Dan Bell listening, so maybe not everybody knows, but I think it's pretty big news if you are a USAPL or even just a raw lifter is probably big enough news for you to be seeing this. And this is some shit that the USAPL got dinged for. A year or two ago, it's, last it's been year, in process you know, for a while. It, it, this is something that like we got dinged for, but now it's kind of it got signed into the bylaws or whatever, right? Something like that. So yeah, it got voted on. Voted it's part on now part of the IPF, the rules. rules. So, so so basically, what it means, you know, is we can't do the same types of drug testing that we've been doing because at local meets, it's like few hundred dollars to send something to quest diagnostics and get it tested for steroids but like that's not the level of high the high level of testing at a wada lab that the ipf is you know wants every single test to be so i guess like usapl is gonna have to do less testing it's because each test you know is going to be more expensive so the number of tests that we can do is less and you know unless we raise money right i don't know i, I think that's the yeah. big uproar i think that like because so, there was a lot of shit going on on the usapl instagram i think that's where like a lot of the like hubbub came from because the usapl like 
Well, if you're looking, they'll posted shit on their Instagram story that, in my opinion, is not the most professional. Yeah, um, that was that, like, that was weird. It was it was kind of uncharacteristic and weird. And like usually, the USAPL will send out an email, and like Larry will write something very professional and like address situations. And I'm sure that is going to be coming very very soon. I could only I was probably like you know just days before like by the time this podcast out there's probably going to be something yeah. about it yeah um but yeah like so like the usapl instagram was kind of like went off and i was like what the fuck's going on yeah like story <laughs> like people, posts yeah and people shit. are screenshotting and then reposting like the stories getting, like leave the ipf people are like yeah like the the comment the comments were going crazy like yeah mayhars uh, i want to back there. up just a little bit i want to back yeah. up just a little bit on the drug testing because there's all these things like the age divisions the adapted division the uh squad only deadlift only um certain things that we do in the usapl that we won't be able to do anymore which could i give two fucks about no you know why? Because we have more masters divisions, so there are more trophies for the fucking master lifters, which right. is bullshit. All right, so we, we're Se- not going to talk separate about separate masters of that. from that. But I, I will make a good point that I saw was a good point. It was like Raw started in the USAPL, yeah, and IPF adopted it. Like maybe IPF some was of this equipped only. Maybe some of this adaptive stuff, uh, you know, or this other like these other new things that the USAPL is doing will be popular and could be like adopted yeah like the raw with wraps only that's not gonna go that's not gonna be allowed anymore all that new shit yeah but like it probably like would be popular and then like the ipf would adopt it like it's like it's or like the ipfs is gonna fucking propose it two years from now you know like after like it it, it's kind of stupid yeah it's kind of stupid like the masters thing i couldn't who gives a fuck about the masters well that's you said that before but like i think some of this shit is kind of is kind of fucked up. Like I think the drug testing, it has some merits. Like, but like talking about these things, I'm like, you know what? Like, why the fuck can't well, we do that? I'm stuff? trying to separate these things. Yeah, out separate. Of conversation. Let's separate. But we can talk it, about it the drug separate. testing next. My opinion on the raw shit <clears throat> is that okay, the USAPL, we act in a democratic way, and for some reason, in the late 2000s, we decided to listen to all the fucking raw freaks who they were the freaks in the corner we used to make fun of and beat up and we called them bad names bad bad <laughs> names <laughs> fucking weird <laughs> losers why wouldn't you want a fucking nutsack to be yeah squ- squeezed into a vice we broke when you <laughs> squat <laughs> we broke and we started allowing raw divisions and then a raw nationals and they got really popular and I guess at some point IPF caught on and held like a test of it. Really was a test event, the, the IPF World Cup in 2012 in Sweden. It wasn't even a world championship, um, but that got a lot of viewership, a lot of attention. New lifters were on the scene. Some geared lifters were also winning, like Fedesenko and Blaine and Anna Castellan and things like that. <clears throat> so. By 2013, it became world championship, and they realized that the stream views were going up because these raw freaks were everywhere, and and the average gym lifter was more more, more likely to relate to that than equipped powerlifting. When yeah. IPF was only equipped, Worlds was equipped, World Games was equipped, Bench Worlds was equipped. There were no raw meets, and so, you know, am I happy that this happened? That the USAPL is so democratic, and we invented raw no i'm pissed about it okay was it the right thing to do yeah it was the right thing to do 
So there's other shit. I'm not really too worried. I don't think there's anything going on right now that's as groundbreaking as starting the Raw division. So, you know, I just like to just keep this out of the conversation because the whole crux is this whole IPF issue is the drug testing. And I want to get into some good details on what I think about the drug testing. Yeah. Whenever you're ready. (laughs) (laughs) Unless you have more thoughts on this raw lifting shit. Um, I mean... It's pretty funny that you're like, <laughs> am I happy? Do I, am I happy about it? <laughs> no. <laughs> Living. <laughs> Obviously joking. It's, it's, I think it's a, it's a good thing for the sport in general. Maybe, you know. Yeah. But, but, but all right. So but let's get to the drug testing. Like, I don't, I don't give a shit about the raw stuff either. We don't like, care raw, about the divisions. The, the raw with raw divisions, stuff. all that shit. I think it's kind of stupid, but it's not a reason to fucking leave the IPF. We should comply. It is. We, we it should is. comply. Whatever. Like, so. if you want to lift in a fucking circus squat show, go lift in this. And, and I think, like, you can in certain things if it's not international. Maybe the Arnold, they'll still do a the squat Arnold, show. Yeah, stuff but, like that. And there's always been that dumb shit where, like, junior age isn't the same in the U.S. as it is in IPF, where I'm like, yo, the USAPL just needs to get with the times. Like, yeah. USAPL goes to your exact birth date, so it depends where the meat falls, where uh, IPF goes to your birth year, which is yeah. seems kind of smarter. So, yeah. anyway... Those things are fine. We would just comply with those, I would think. But the drug testing where it comes down to. And so just like basic, basic math. We test 10% of all lifters who compete in any meet. So local meet, national meet, you test 10% of your entire roster. No matter if it's high school, masters, fucking local, two-day meet, four-day, whatever. 10%. 10%. So basically meet directors, when you have big sessions, you test 10% of every session and you round up one and, and then you're good. And so you know how many drug tests you need before the meet even starts and all that. Um, just the issue with that is most of those tests, well, all of those tests were um, administered by USAPL referees. So if you've ever been tested in a USAPL meet, which we both have, Alex. Yeah, I have. I have. I look too You jacked. have probably more than me because you look too jacked when you I lift. Don't, I didn't lift too jacked. You look too jacked. Yeah, I must have just misspoke. But anyway, you know that a ref just pulls you aside and they watch you piss in the cup. And, you know, sometimes they know the procedure really well and take it seriously. And sometimes they don't. So, yeah, you're fucking buying Bitcoin. No, you're I'm selling, selling Bitcoin selling, right sell, now. Sell, sell, sell. Anyway. Sold 20. As a younger lifter, did I think that was normal? Sometimes I got some weird ones where I was like, oh, you know, I was telling that I had been drug tested so many times. I'm like, no, that sticker goes there. And no. That goes in the bag with that. Yeah. So there were some weird times where like this is fucked up, but whatever. I thought that was normal, and I, it was just a joke to me that like when I went to IPF events, I would never get tested. To this date, I've never been tested in any of the worlds I've been to. Only um, World Games where I got tested blood and urine um, by a WADA agent. Um, and then there's a the whole out of meat test, which is basically the same thing. But, uh, you know, administered by a state chair or a local referee, they come to your house. And, you know, it's kind of weird. It has always been kind of weird. So, you know, unless you've been around for a long time, you might not realize that USAPL is the only country that does this. But we do tout that we do the most tests. Yeah. The, we do the most tests percentage-wise and obviously, you know, sheer numbers because we have the most members. Um, and so you always think this is a good thing. And so everybody is under the impression that we are 
just by default doing the right thing. Mm-hmm. So that's just that's just the basis of this because now what the USIPL is saying and what it was saying as an inflammatory post on Instagram is that you know a drug test might cost four hundred dollars to process. Now it's going to cost two thousand dollars to process because what the IPF is saying that it's not going to allow the USIPL to have its own members test its own members or the referees of the meet test the athletes who just competed in the meet, which may have personal relationships, may already know each other. Um, Let me think about that. Uh, Yeah, that's a fucking good idea. It's a good idea. (laughs) But what the USAPL posted is that now these tests are going to cost $2,000. So let's just round up. $500 test now, $2,000 test after, right? So... Now, instead of 10% of tests, we can probably only do 2.5% of testing. That's if... With the same amount of money. With the same amount of money. Same amount of money. Um, so, you know, now... But there's also the issue of like, okay, so you're running mass mayhem, right? In fucking Lowell in May. Yep. It's a small meet. Are you going to have a USADA agent available to come do a drug test? I don't fucking know how this is going to work, right? Mm-mm. I have no idea. Yeah. I mean, that's. I think that's like our big concern is that, and I think the USAPL's concern and like some of the sentiment that I had seen is that, um, you know, their vision for powerlifting, for drug-free powerlifting is that it's um, on all levels, right? And that even at the smaller levels, everyone feels as though they're on a fair playing ground, you know, playing field. And like these local meets still have a, a high level of drug testing, but you know, for if the number of tests go down and we're limited, then it does seem like it'll probably be mostly tested at like very high level competition, nationals, regionals, and, and a lot less testing. You know, if if we were to kind of keep a similar budget, right? Yeah. And so that's the big that's the big. I think com- the the testing concern. at the local level is going to be decimated, <laughs> which is unfortunate, but. Yeah. I don't know. It for the for the overall like goals of the I mean the goals of the federation need to be to field the best national team they can. Like that's what everybody else's goals are. At some point is one of their goals. And uh as long as we're testing at national meets, which I would think you would be able to get USADA to be available at our biggest meets, mm-hmm. then I think we'll be fine. Do you think this the USAPL will get dirtier, or you know, like it's a it's a good because it, it's a good question because I think or like because I think like the quality of the test right it's like quality right tests now, gonna go up. I can talk to the quality. Of there's the test. like some kids don't pass the sniff test or like a lot. There's so many raw lifters coming out of nowhere. Like some of them could be hot, but they know they're smart fucking brainiacs that know how to pass the test or you know know how to just dose things so that it's you know, harder to t- detect on a fucking cheap, just steroid test that's not looking for all the other shit, maybe. Mm-hmm. And that maybe you know, so maybe there's going to be less tests, but the, maybe the higher quality of tests will let less people fit through. You know, who knows? Could help. I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, but I mean, like, if we pay more, maybe you know, you can get the best of both worlds. You just fucking pay for it. Yeah, I know? think Fees. I think the the obvious answer is like membership right now is sixty five dollars. Yeah. Right. And 
Maybe it stays that way for youth in high school, but I think for a grown ass person um, to be a member of a federation, is it wrong for it to be a hundred dollars or a hundred thirty dollars so that we could double the yeah. testing? How much are you willing to pay? I'd probably pay a hundred fifty dollars to be a member to do a couple meets a year, and obviously you're paying your meet entries. Yeah, I think I would. I'd probably pay more. I'm a fucking cuck. I'd probably pay two hundred dollars more because, like, I you. You probably do like one or two meets a year. I'd yeah. probably do one meet a year, maybe two. So like I'd pay the hundred and fifty plus another hundred and Yeah, hundred and fifty. So you're paying three hundred dollars to do $300. one. Three hundred dollars. I mean, I like, think I think that's where shit. it needs to be. Yeah. That that's that seems about right. I mean, like some of these kids are like, you know, pretty young and three hundred bucks is a lot of money, but like you're well, also spending a lot of money on fucking you know, an SBD full kit and all this bullshit that you don't too. need. And or are people going to play and go gym memberships and go you know. play another sport, you know, yeah. go, you want to golf. Okay. Go pay f- to use the fucking, yeah. The ice hockey. Whatever, yeah. You know, you know, like the, uh, those that 300 bucks a year sports cost money. That seems reasonable. $150 for membership. I'd pay it. Yeah. And then, you know, maybe you test 7%, 8%. I think most people would pay it. That's, that's what's going to happen. USAPL is That's what should happen. It's not fucking leaving the IPF. Like, I see all these comments and shit about, like, we were leaving. Okay. This and that. But I want to talk about before. Yeah. I think the people who. All right. First of all, it's all the new raw lifters who are like, yeah, let's just leave. Like, okay. No one gives a fuck about you. Okay. Like, you guys don't know anything about the sport. But I will say, this is. And before anybody gets on us for saying. We're, we might be in the minority here. Like, I've seen people I've known for a long time respected, like Jim Battenfield, saying we should leave the IPF. I'm like, what the fuck's up with you, Jim? Come on. Like, it's silly to be on that side of the argument. Like, number one, I've seen the holes in the testing that we have too many times, okay? Myself being at one point, I don't know anymore, but a top-level elite lifter at one point, I got OMT'd a lot. I got tested a lot. And because I am a really nice outgoing guy and I've t- passed so many tests, no one's ever like, we should really be up Joe's ass or we should really be cloak and dagger with his next OMT. People are asking me, hey, you going to be away next weekend? Um, things like that. Just so, And I'd be like, why are you trying to OMT me? Like it's Wednesday. Like you shouldn't be asking me. Right, so I knew that OMTs were coming weeks, like, like, cause I'd be like, yeah, I actually am gonna be away, and then so I'd know the next couple of weeks, like, I'm gonna get an OMT at the gym, so I just know it's coming. It's not like I'm fucking worried about it, but you know, you're gonna get drug tested within the next couple of weeks. Yeah, it's, it's so that's number one, my personal experience. That. Number t- number, and I won't even because I don't want to talk about who or how, be, but it's dumb. Okay, because people need to ask like you might fill out your forms, but they need to actually figure out where the fuck you are. And sometimes that can't be done in a two hour window or a 24 hour window. And that's the that's bad. Okay, because it's it there. People are going to be human and people are not going to be perfect. Right. Then there's the story of Matt Somer and all the fucking idiot raw lifters in New York when Paulie Steinman had to do. OMTs and he would say, well, I'm not going to come to you. You have 24 hours to come to my gym. Well, that's fucking stupid, right? We don't have to talk about why that's fucking stupid. That's not in the rules. That's not how the deal goes. And it's too much fucking time, right? And so the story is Matt Somer refused to test. Maybe he did, maybe he didn't, but I don't think 
shit was above board down there because you just you're relying on your state shares to run these OMTs. Third fucking story I know is uh and this kid actually popped, Mitchell Fountain. Kid fucking had acne all over the place. Face, knuckles, back, looked like a fucking like he came out of the fucking zoo. Like some, a baboon. He needs some Accutane. <laughs> he needs to run some fucking good Accutane. Okay? So they decided, hey, let's go fucking get this guy. So a really well-respected referee, legend, lifter, Wade Hooper. Text him the day before. Hey, I got to meet up with you tomorrow. Well, what the fuck you think Wade Hooper's texting you about? Right? So he knew the test was coming, but he pissed hot anyway. But I'm just saying, how many... If I know all these situations, how often does that shit happen? Yeah, how many? Yeah, it's like probably half. It's unless you know the kid, but then like you end up lifting in the same regions, and you know these people, and powerlifting's a small world. It's and like why the fuck wouldn't you want an a, a, a objective out of outside the body? And then past that, how many times has Big Mike done my drug test, or like one of my good friends? You, you know, know, I think it. I think it was. Uh, it was actually worked against my favor because you know i hadn't done a meet in a while i just done bodybuilding and big mike you know like intentionally tested me yeah even though i fucking lifted like shit <laughs> you know yeah you look like, like you've been using I'm something like, i'm like hey mike you're gonna drug test me at the meet and like a month before the meet he's like no <laughs> no <laughs> no way <laughs> so i'm just saying like for me to say that I don't think third-party testing isn't the right way to go would be so fucking wrong for me to say. Yeah. So I can't jump on board with all you raw retards and all you idiots that think we should leave the IPF and start our own Fed. What the fuck's that look like? Where are you okay? going? Where are you going? That's what's wrong with powerlifting. The IPF sucks. You know what else sucks? Every other international sport. People hate fucking FIFA, FIBA, tennis associates. Everybody hates the refs. Everybody hates the fucking um, executive boards. Guess what? The fucking it's NFL never gonna owners. F- the owners. Yeah, the it's fucking- never going to fucking change. Go start the XFL. See what happens. You fucking money comes at your ass and you die. Okay? And that's what's going to happen. I'm not going to do USAPL meets if there's no possible route to a legitimate world championship. Why wouldn't you just do fucking whatever? I just lived in the gym. US- or I'll go fucking train with Dan Bell and no, do crazy. Like USPA, I'll, do, I'll actually have USPA fun. USPA raw with rats. Maybe I'll just yeah. get on gas. and. Yeah, we can do Mark's meets. It'd be sick. So I don't know, man. I don't agree with all the fucking people I, out there. I mean, obviously, the, the people, their opinion is what? The, the USAPL for raw, because they're only thinking about raw, is because uh, that's the world. That's their world. Is that the USAPL, the US is the best at raw. And if we left, you know, the IPF would be hurt. And... Yeah, a lot of, we have come, a lot of the talent, Raw. You know, we have I don't all think the talent. They care. I don't think they give a fuck. Dude. I don't think it's a game of chicken. I think they're willing to play. I don't think the IPF cares. Because if you know anything about Europeans and like individual sports on an international level, they will smell each other's farts until the cows come home and they won't worry about North American lifters or whatever. Yeah. I mean, they, yeah. it, it, the show will go on. Yeah. And then we have to admit this one. I mean, like the Olympic thing, the Gase family. I don't, the Olympics ain't happening. The Olympics ain't happening. It's like that's not a reason to stay in the IPF. I don't think. I think it's just because it's the IPF. It's the highest level. It's the most organized, highest level, cleanest international powerlifting organization. And this is, is this what is going to do. This is the thing that uh, the, you know the Canadian assholes. You're going to go you to Wabdal? 
I'm on. I'm technically on the side of the Canadians because the Canadians, because the Canadians, they do the IPF. You know, they have the third party um, testing. They've oh, you know, they've been operating that way for a number of years now, maybe longer than that. I don't really know. Um, and uh, you know, that's how like yeah, they're like we don't understand why is this. Well, it's yeah. like they pop Kelly Branton, they pop Greg Doucette. But let me remind you, motherfuckers up there talking trash. Oh, you they're saying, oh, you guys are worried because your failures are gonna go up because you guys all fail internationally and not nationally. It's true, we don't catch a lot of people nationally. Maybe, and I'm saying that is a problem. But wh- who the fuck fails? Inter- they're talking about Jamal Browner t- failing years and years ago. That motherfucker was one and done. Who cares, man? We have so many members here. It's like it, it's impossible to control who comes in. But you motherfuckers paraded around Kelly Branton for fucking years, okay? When I knew, because the motherfucker couldn't even squat eight in single ply, and now he's trying to squat a thousand after a break, raw. Okay, please. You motherfuckers parade him around like he's God's gift, <clears throat> and then he's fucking on Winstraw. Okay, so be proud of yourselves, but don't don't get your don't get ahead of yourselves when you had Greg Doucette and fucking Kelly Branton in your fed going around lifting and going to worlds and shit. Greg okay? Doucette. Get the fuck out of here <laughs> talking shit, okay? Shut the fuck up. You got little te- You don't even fill out a whole team, okay? It's hard to get on the teams here. Okay, You got to fucking earn it over there. You do like provincials. Recently. They got stupid ass. Their meat structure is just fucking stupid, okay? <laughs> so I don't want to hear it from the Canadians. Even though I agree with you assholes. I don't want to hear it like you guys are fucking everything's above board up there. Even everything's fucking perfect up there. You know why you don't have fucking failures? Because you don't even have the fucking balls to run any meets this year, pussies. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that was sick. No, it pisses <laughs> Mayhar pisses me off the worst. Mayhar. Mayhar. Like, yeah, who yeah, you know who fails internationally for USAPL? Fucking because we have so many fucking masters lifters here, they're all on blood pressure medications and they don't get TUEs and they pop. What, that's uh, so we're all fucking hot now? Because we got a bunch of morons lifting down here. The master shit down here is just out of control. It's we're like, smooth. It's out of control, the master shit down here. It's too much of it. Well so so what are what are the issues with WADA? Because I know you told me about this and I didn't really think about it, but you know, when WADA needs to come into your country for certain countries, well, they have to get visas and shit. So and the you shit that, see that shit coming. The along, shit the USAPL right? is saying is like, well, you guys are all under this, you know, bylaw and do this testing, but there's not enough tests. Which you know, like if you look at Canada and Norway, there's a decent amount of testing, and I think that would be like, and I mean, this is shit. I thought like. If, if we're going to do this, we should stay in the IPF and we should start some type of, you know, try to actually contribute to yeah. making it better. Like standardized, more standardized. Trying more to get everybody better. to have more testing or more funding for testing. But like use Canada and Norway as your, you know, your allies in this because Canada and Norway and there's some other countries that I'm leaving out. They actually want to test to clean up their own athletes and keep their sport clean on the international and the national level, right? You're clean, whether you're at a local meet or nationals in Norway or you're going on the world team. They want to do as many tests as possible, right? So do we. We just did it in our own way, which, you know, is that when you're talking about unifying powerlifting, is that the best thing to do? No. The problem is, when you look at the IPF doping reports, there's some countries that do zero fucking testing. 
they're in compliance with the bylaw. You know why? Because they didn't do any of this fucking non-third-party Quest Lab diagnostics. Yeah, they just didn't do nothing. They just didn't do anything. <laughs> they're in compliance. There is no there no is failures. There, no fit. There's no benchmark to meet for number of tests. Maybe that's a problem, right? And then if if uh, WADA tries to send a testing agent to certain countries, they have to get a visa, so they know they're coming. Okay, so it's been a big problem to try and get OMTs to. Russian and Ukrainian lifters. Like, let's be honest. Western Bloc lifters. So there's no WADA in Russia. There's no like WADA officers that are in Russia. Rusada. Rus. Oh, it's Rusa. Yeah, but yeah, the problem is that if you you know like, if you read into all the <laughs> Russian doping problems, yeah, that yeah, Rusada yeah. is corrupt. Yeah. So you can't trust Rusada to yeah. be like yeah. Usada. Yeah. If you haven't seen Icarus, yeah, that's a, that's a sick recommendation. So you that's the problem. So like, you know, when Yuri Belkin popped. It's because they, it's not because he was the only Russian that was hot. It's because they just didn't, for some reason, they didn't want him around anymore. So then Rusato would be like, oh shit, here's a drug test and you, you pop, right? That's what happens to those lifters. They don't pop because they're. You think so? Yeah, I, I know so. I know so. So that's probably the only drug test they did the whole year. So Yuri Belkin that year, whatever, seven years ago, eight years Where ago. Where do we get this info from? It's from my mind, bro. I want fact checkers. We need fucking. All right. Well, I believe you. Come on. I you, want to... you think he's only. I believe you. I believe you. But I, I, I'm curious. Like, I'm like, how do you fucking even know this? This is like knowledge from bestowed. I'm just saying that. that and and you go to worlds like I finished second. I finished third. No one fucking drug tested me. It's weird. Like, come on. I don't know. Like so there's there's Take my piss, please. They it's just they they wait and they really wait around. They wait around and they really fucking wait to get somebody, you know? An IPF level like eventually these people get popped. But it takes a while. Like but on the raw side of the Americans, like you see these you see No. Ray's getting piss tested all the time. Blaine's getting piss tested all the time. Dennis Cornelius. Dennis Cornelius, Kelsey. Yeah, they you know, Wada comes and sees uh Kelsey pretty often yeah i'm sure they do it to our top well that's another someone someone mm-hmm. was saying that there's that for some reason all the equipped lifters are on the water list and not enough raw lifters so you know that has to change too but they just have to expand the list you know i was on the water list for a while i never got tested once why the fuck was i on the list it was a waste of somebody's time mine i don't think the usapl is leaving the ipf guys well, I'm a little concerned because think? they're going to vote. They're going to fucking vote at the NGB, which means all the smooth brains get to vote. I mean, like, each state gets a vote, so it depends. Like, are, as the state chairs representing their, representing their smooth brain constituents, and they're going to vote to leave? I don't fucking Do what? <laughs> I don't know, dude. Some, like, someone will come out with some stupid-ass plan. Dumb. But, like, and then you look into the politics, like, <clears throat> Rob Keller's on the EC of the IPF and he voted for this for it for, it, for this law and what he's would very, you have done he's pro IPF I would have voted for it too yeah Larry okay. didn't though Larry didn't and that's fine I respect Larry but I think Larry I think our leadership needs to come up with a way to comply but also start contributing to the conversation of making everything better I know that sounds ridiculous because it, it just seems like you know anything we come up with will get stonewalled at IPF but I think if you band up with uh Canada Norway Denmark 
uh, UK, um, some of the other Caribbean nations. That, Australia. <clears throat> yeah, Australia, if they're even fucking around anymore. Um, South Africa, a lot of these nations that want really good testing and want more testing. Um, maybe you could propose some, Sweden, maybe you could propose something at next year's IPF general meeting and, you know, install some benchmarks or I don't know. I, you know, I'm not into the politics of the sport. I never will be. But uh, the testing needs to be better. There needs to be more testing. So it does, doesn't mean that IPF is saying we've solved all the problems. I think we need to comply and then just talk about what the problems are starting starting fresh, you know, which is there's not enough testing. But at least a test is a fucking real test and there's no way around it, you know. Yeah. You piss in the, you know when you piss in the glass bottle <clears throat> with the metal caps, it's the real deal. Yeah, they got crazy tests there. They got shit that, you know, you piss in it, it changes colors, you swish it around. Yeah. You know, it's crazy. Yeah, World Games. I went. I had like a doping fucking chaperone. Guy grabbed me after the comp. Didn't take his eyes off me. Brought me into a room. Did a drug test. Did a piss test. These guys. These. I. Don't, I can't believe there were no failures in my um, session because these guys were fucking scared. All the other lifters I saw. I want to see fucking, blood. They were scared. I want to see blood. Yeah. I want to see more blood tests. Yeah. I mean this. There's always going to be ways to beat the test, but you got to be up to the most up-to-date fucking technology and the, the most stringent tests. So I agree with that. I agree with it being third party. It's just a question of money now that everybody's crying about. It's like yeah, there's the a lot of money out of the sport. So like we're probably going to have to pay more. That's going to happen. I don't think we're going to leave. I really don't. I don't think we're leaving. I think, you know, it's going to cost a little bit more and we're going to comply. And I don't, I don't, I don't know what, what the whole fuck. And you know what? It's like, I don't know. Like I was alluding to this earlier, like, you know, if you're an athlete on team Japan, IPF, like take Russia out of it. Like, um, the team through some arm of funding or support is paying for your hotel and flight meals, everything. I can tell you when you go to worlds as an American athlete, you're uh, either paying out of your own pocket or looking for sponsors to help you out. Um, And I think we're probably one of the only countries who put our athletes in that situation. So I think there's money in the sport internationally. And I just think that it's no one on the international level is going to sympathize with us over money for drug testing. Yeah. They have money for drug testing, and then they have money for supporting their athletes too. Yeah. So, you know, one of the things that USAPL said is they might raise the team fee, which sucks yeah. because already it's already sucks for for us to go to international meets, and especially when you know you look over and you're you're competing against someone who is getting paid to lift against you, <laughs> and then you really feel like, wow, I'm fucked, right? Yeah, well, so you're not um, fucked. You're not fucked, what, but like, like it's like, oh, just they got a free flight. I'm fucked. No, it's not like like the Ukrainian lifters get yeah. paid when they win meets yeah, and yeah. set records, and to the two like and uh, the Chinese Taipei lifters, they get they make a sick. real living. Yeah, it's sick. Yeah, and then you're but, like, I've got to beat these you know, guys. I was, I was watching a video of a meet in Japan, and you know they didn't have fucking jumbo screens. They didn't have jumbo screens. They didn't have a DRL either. I know, I know, Scott's sending them out there, but. They're still using flags and shit, and there's no there's no yeah. jumbo screen. So yeah, 
You know, maybe they gave maybe the lose fucked. They gave the money to athletes. Yeah, lose gonna be fucked. lose fucked. You know, no jumbo screens anymore. <laughs> I hope not, but yeah, shit, shit costs money. That's that's the bottom line. You think we're leaving? I don't, I don't think we're leaving. I don't think we're leaving. I think the. Um, I think people come to their senses. Like, where the fuck are you gonna go? Yeah, it's funny because like some we of don't those USAPL posts were like, they were like, who the? F-? I was like, who the fuck? <laughs> I was like, who's running the USAPL? Like, I, I want to see the screenshot. I think it was on Sean's story. <laughs> Maybe it's on Sean's story, but he screenshotted what the hell? What the hell is going on? But I know, I know, like Ryan and Sarah sometimes run it, and like Priscilla has access. But I was, I, I messaged Ryan. I was like. Who the fuck's doing this shit? He's like, I don't know, man. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know, man. I have to remove some of this shit. Like, I don't think that's an official USAPL statement by any means. Okay? Yeah, like, so oh, we're ready to leave. It's just, it's just like, yeah, like, don't get all fucking riled up and, like, you know, <laughs> forming a new constitution to, like, a new international fed because the USAPL. We're ready to fucking leave, baby. That, that like, by no means <laughs> is, like, representative of the USAPL. So what you saw in an Instagram story, unfortunately, I, I, I'm hopeful, does not uh, reflect the <laughs> attitude of the organization as yeah. a whole. So, ready to fucking go. <laughs> yeah, fucking... <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I think I think we've gone pretty pretty long. Is it, we covered. We took cut, touched on yeah, all the I'm bases. Starving, man. I'm starving. All right. Well, hopefully this podcast. Fuck you, Canada. This satiated your fucking ravaging appetite to listen to fucking stupid moron, smooth <laughs> brain, powerlifting commentary, and uh, we'll catch you next time. I don't. I don't know. We're we're trying to get some guests lined up. We're trying to do some Texas episodes. Um, you know, we had Scott Dobbins on the podcast trying to do some more. We're going to be down there in Texas. We're going to be down there for a little while. For a little while in Austin. So um, trying to do some, some work down there, get some guests, and keep shit popping. Yeah, right. also, uh, if you're listening this far in, you're probably one of our most loyal listeners. I don't think the Bahamas trip is going to happen. Let's just put yeah. that out there. Yeah, it might not happen. It might not happen. We might just like spend. I'm an extra staying day. a few extra days. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll hang out in Florida. All right. So we'll, we'll put an update at the top of the show next next time. Yeah. J. Michael Meter, trip updates, and a guest. Yeah, something like that. Something, something like that. Like that. That'd be a know. good episode. We'll be back and we'll talk some more shit. Okay. <laughs> what, what more do you expect? Well, uh, you know, you know, whatever. Does it? See you later. Peace.